Cairo Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick. Hey, good morning and welcome to a beautiful Sunday morning here. Morning, Scott. Glad to have you in. Good morning. Yes, it is a gorgeous morning this morning. Yeah, I hope everybody's got some great plans out there. Of course, Seattle's going to be crowded with the uh, Pride Parade here and uh, all the other events going on all day. So, uh, as the traffic people say, uh, watch your routes. (laughs) You might uh, get detoured around and have the scenic view of Seattle. So, hey folks, uh, today we're going to talk a little bit differently about the estate planning area that we um, talk about normally. Normally, we're talking about wills and revocable living trust and powers of attorney and healthcare directives and all of what I call the foundational, essential estate planning tools. Today, we're going to tape, take a, we're going to dip our toe a little bit into what's beyond, and we're going to talk about the significance of trust and trying to help you understand and at least be introduced, maybe not fully understand over the radio, but at least be introduced to a few concepts that you may find terribly interesting in your own estate. So most of the types of trusts that we're going to talk about are going to be irrevocable trusts, and we'll talk about that in just a second. And it's and they're all kind of specialty purpose trusts depending on what it is we want to do and whom we're trying to provide benefits to and protections for. So understanding the significance of trust and then figuring out which types of trust can be terribly effective. But It's not an easy task. So trying to identify within your estate what types of other trusts would be beneficial besides our core planning trust obviously needs some education. So guess what? I told you last week that we're going to have a brand new class. It's up. It's on the website today. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Be the first to get your tickets to this first brand new um, class, and it's simply called Talking Trust. And we're going to review there a number of different types of trust, and we're going to go over what I consider kind of the 10 most popular trusts that are used in estate planning. Now, for most of the application of these trusts, it's going to be those of you who are more fortunate than others, and you're going to have a multi-million dollar estate. It's probably going to be at least $2 million or right around that mark on up. And, of course, in our area, we have lots of the and-on-ups as far as uh, the wealth quotient goes. And most people of, uh, you know, modest to significant wealth seem to push off their planning a little bit. We read about this constantly in the paper. I think Mr. De Niro's prenup that may or may not have been drafted too well is, uh, I guess, going to cause, I think the article was saying something about causing a real estate boom in Hollywood. <laughs> I guess there's going to be some property coming on the market. But, you know, you, you bring up that, you know, oftentimes people that are well off delay their estate planning. You know, the other component of that is that successful business people have a tendency to not put their succession plans in place, which is part of that whole comprehensive really estate planning because i mean we've had several cases where individuals that are you know well to do and have a successful business have not adequately planned for their succession of their business and what a disaster that can be oh it, it the whole thing can crumble so when we're looking at trust we really need to have a lot of information but i want to make sure that those of you who are uh, listening right now the very first people listening to the first part of the show that uh, you have an opportunity to go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and get signed up for Talking Trust, and it'll give you all the different uh, things there. It's going to be in Issaquah, your neighborhood, Scott. My neck of the way. You know, in fact, I, I, I'm looking at that location, Holiday Inn Express, right there. Um, right first, first exit as you come in uh, from from Seattle area or Kirkland or Bellevue, and it's uh, you know, or if you're in in uh, in Issaquah, I mean, 
boy, it'd be great if you're in Issaquah to come and join us. But yeah, nice, nice location, very easy to get to, real close to the interstate. Yeah. Now this is going to be one of these more intimate, smaller events, so they do sell out. Um, last event we uh, had in Bothell um, was pretty much sold out, and yet we still had uh, a handful of walk-ins. So it gets a little snug. I can't guarantee that if you wait and walk in that you'll get in. Um, so the hotels are kind of strict on not overcrowding rooms for, you know, fire control and things of that nature. So um, go check it out, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Be the first to get your tickets. And um, it's going to be uh, July 18th, so it's really not that far away. That's a Wednesday evening, so there's nothing else going on. Wednesday evening, come on out, spend a couple hours uh, with us, and uh, we love meeting you and chatting with you. But we're going to give you some really good information, and this is not a class that you've had before. It's never been offered before. I've never even seen one in public like this advertised. So um, go ahead and uh, check that out. And I think you'll have a lot of fun with it and look at a lot of tools. We'll be talking, you know, everything from charitable planning to gift planning for your great-grandchildren to asset protection planning or retirement plans. Oh, geez, there's so many things. And this is really kind of the fun part of estate planning in, in many regards. So, um, Check that out. So so I thought I would start with just really the basics of trust. And st- trusts start in two, one of two different camps. They either start off as a revocable trust, which means exactly what it says. You may revoke it, modify it, amend it throughout your lifetime. And then there are irrevocable trusts, just like the name says, irrevocable, not too many provisions could be changed or altered, and these are the ones that provide really significant asset protection tax advantage. Yeah, let's let's talk about that because we, you know, you and I both we get quite a few phone calls about, hey, I want to protect my assets, and there is there is a general assumption out there that a trust will protect your assets. A revocable living trust provides no asset protection, and the reason is is because it's, it's your it's your money and it is revocable. And that's that's one of the things I think is a real key point that people should understand is that you know asset protection. A trust does not provide asset protection that is an irrevocable trust. Now, a revocable trust, different story, because that's no longer your money necessarily. That's the big distinction. Right. So many irrevocable trusts will be done for the benefit of others um, in a tax-favored, asset-protected manner. Um, So we're going to get into all those different things. It's really difficult on radio, but I want you guys to kind of walk through it a little bit. So the first threshold test is revocable or irrevocable. Now, the most popular trust out there, the most widely used, widespread trust is the revocable living trust. And the reason that is so popular is it is really used for um, disability planning, your own disability planning, and probate avoidance. Those are the two key elements in a revocable trust. Well, and, and I think another third point, real important, is almost as important as those, maybe maybe equally important, is is the dead hand control as well. So it gives you the the ability after you pass away to control how those assets are dispersed. Right. So that's the avoidance of probate, and it kind of takes place of your will, and then says who's going to get what, when, where, why, and how. Exactly. And then um, and allows, as do wills, the creation of what we call testamentary trust. Now, the majority of testamentary trust, um, those are trusts that would arise following your death from usually your last will and testament or a revocable living trust. And the most popular um, trusts that come out of those, of course, are for people that are planning for taxes. And we have both marital and family trusts, which have some IRS issues that we deal with in helping to capture your estate tax exemptions and then also providing for your spouse um, and then the eventual transfer on down to your children. And that's where we oftentimes have some you know, fun with the children because – if I if someone came to me, Scott, and said, you're going to get an inheritance, and you could either take that money outright, put it in your own bank account, put it in your own investment account, or you can have it in a trust. You can still have it in your own investment accounts, but the trust will own it, and you'll be the beneficiary. And what people might ask, well, gee, Rick, which way would you rather get the money? Just outright, it's mine. Or would I rather get it in a trust? 
where I'm in charge of it, but and I can use the money as I see fit. But yeah. that trust is what yeah. it asset is an protection. asset protection. In, I mean, in in the general, you know, the general belief is no, I just want it outright. You're still getting it in a sense outright. You still have control. You still have access to it, but your creditors don't. Creditors don't. Most of these trusts are immune from bankruptcy, mm-hmm. and they provide considerable protection in marital dissolutions. Correct. So these are really powerful tools, and it's really kind of fun because when we talk to uh, oftentimes, especially grandparents, and they're excited to find that they can leave certain types of trust to their grandchildren that will help make sure that the money isn't squandered, that it makes it through their grandchildren's life out until their grandchildren's retirement. So think of this, you know, grandparents, you're thinking, how is this money that I'm providing to them going to benefit them 30, 40, 50 years from now? It's pretty cool. And when we put it in that perspective and how you can actually, you know, totally build intergenerational wealth and security of assets. And we're not talking, you know, you don't have to have $100 million. I mean, that's not it. A couple million dollars in the estates, which is becoming more and more common. I always remember growing up as a young fellow in high school and the the goal back then, the dream back then used to be able to get an executive job for $50,000 a year and maybe work hard and become a millionaire. But $50,000 a year, it takes 20 years just to earn a million dollars. So obviously to set that up and invest it and everything. Uh, That was quite a tall task. Now, a million dollars is still a lot of money, but it's not nearly as much as it was in 1970. (laughs) So we do need to do that. But Do you remember remember Austin Powers? Yes. That that might be kind of racing (laughs) for this morning. (laughs) Hey, folks, uh, your partner-in-law, that's moi, uh, we have a brand new class, and uh, it's coming up uh, July 18th. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com, check that out, and get signed up. It's called Talking Trust, brand new class, never before offered, hot off the press. Please join me for that, and uh, love to see you. And we're going to take your calls when we get back from break at 888 888-973-5476, 888-973-5476. Five, four, seven, six. Your partner in law will be right back. Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high cost of an extended health care situation. A lot of people assume they have enough money saved only to watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Don't make this mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you won't become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn all about the new long-term care plans offered by 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay your estate back if you never use them. Learn more by attending one of the upcoming classes taught by Brian Ott, who's the host of Long-Term Care Radio right here on Cairo. Their classes come Coming up in July, Saturday the 20th and Monday the 22nd. Seating's limited, so sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. Classes are free. You'll get a copy of Brian's book, too. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregory, host of Your Partner-in-Law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. 
Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregor & Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Hey, welcome back to Your Partner in Law. We're talking trust today. Lots of different trust. Hey, if you have a question or a comment on uh, trust that are used in estate planning or questions that you might have about uh, some of the things we're going to talk about, uh, give us a jingle, 888 Nine seven three five four seven six. That's the hotline. We are live. We are in studio, and we're waiting to talk with you. Triple eight nine seven three five four seven six. So, Scott, as we you know kind of walk through this, the revocable versus the irrevocable trust, and of course, we have the quintessential revocable living trust, which many, many, many people choose as their core estate planning tool uh, to build their estate plan around. Now, as we were saying before break, the revocable living trust does not provide any asset protection. And I want to clarify that just a little bit. It doesn't provide any asset protection for the trust maker. Yeah, that's so a good So if I create the trust for me, and, and let's say I'm married, so for my wife and I, we create this trust. For each of us and our personal assets held in that trust, there would be no asset protection. However... When the first of us dies, then the opportunity for irrevocable asset protection trust arise from within my living trust. I'm going to create some trust maybe for my wife, my children, things of that nature. We have lots of creativity we can do there. And then we start the asset protection. Yeah. And that's one of the things I think um, you know maybe we should be a little more clear on is that you know, there's, there is a revocable living trust, and then there are triggering events, and portions of that trust are split off into what I would refer to as subtrusts, and those subtrusts become, depending on how the main trust is written, how the main revocable living trust is written, those subtrusts will become irrevocable. That's when your asset protection kicks in. Yes. And I, and I also want to tell people, just because a trust is irrevocable does not mean it is also fully asset protected. It may or may not be. It may be fully asset protected or it may be partially. So um, these are things that you really must consult with a you know, a skilled estate planning attorney who deals with the intermediate to advanced trust that we're talking about here today. But we really get into some fun stuff. And we can be talking about, you know, you're taking care of my spouse and my children. Um, many, many, many of you have real estate. Excuse me, real estate. Yes, many of you do have real estate. True statement. I was not going with real estate. I was going with life insurance. Yeah. <laughs> so, when you have life insurance, I, I come across this all too frequently. I tell people, oh, gee, if you have over a $1 million life insurance policy, you need to ask yourself, should I? And if, I, if the answer is yes, then you want to look at the impact of owning that relative to estate taxes. Many of you are under the misconception that insurance, life insurance is not taxable. So it's one of those statements where it's 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 not income taxable. So we always have to reference what tax are we talking about? But your life insurance is absolutely subject to estate taxes, and, and, and that's a biggie. And the other the other one that is also subject to estate taxes if you hit the threshold, depending on what state, of course, you're in, and of course, the federal level is quite a bit higher. So most of us are not going to hit the federal threshold. But your retirement counts are also included in that calculation. And that's another misconception because people think of, well, retirement accounts, if it's you know a standard IRA, uh, 
funds come out when you take the funds out. Or if it's a Roth IRA, funds, you know, uh, taxes come out when you are prior to distribution. Prior to, you know, prior to prior to funding. Funding it, right? But but there is a there is another tax that may apply to your retirement accounts, which is the estate tax. If your total asset value at the time of death reaches a estate tax threshold. Yeah, basically, just like remember our buddy George Carlin, and he had his great rant on stuff. Well, pretty much. All of your stuff is subject to estate taxes. I always tell people, it's the clothes on your back, folks. It's the furniture in the house. It's your life insurance. It's your retirement plans. It's your checking, savings, CDs. What is your, it's what your, is your automobiles. net value? Automob- what is your net value when you pass away? Timeshares. It's all there, folks. That's all of your estate. And so, hey, I wanted to make sure you know this is the first time we're announcing our brand new class. It's called Talking trust. Let's get out there. We want to talk about trust and the many splendors of them, if you will. And that's coming up uh, in Issaquah. We haven't been to Issaquah for many, many moons. And it's going to be out there at the Holiday Inn Express. uh, And it's called Talking Trust. And it's coming up really quickly, July 18. That's a Wednesday evening. So nothing else going on. Good opportunity to come on out and Check this out. It is a limited seating event, and um, they most always fill up. So uh, do get your tickets today. I want all of you listening to have the first crack at them, and uh, we'll get you in. And it's we're going to go over the ten most popular types of trust. We will include. We will start off with the revocable living trust, but then we're going to move into a lot more trust, um, and we're going to be talking about those as we. Uh, go through the show today. We've got a couple more that we want to talk about. I want to kind of hit on um, a couple of them that you probably haven't heard of before, aren't familiar with. So we're going to hit those up after break. We're going to talk about a crat and a cupert. What the heck's a crat and what the heck's a cupert? We're going to... Well, cupert, wasn't that a video game back in the Yeah, 80s? I don't know. It's a little kid with a yellow <laughs> face and a funny looking hair. No, that's not the cupert. Anyhow, um, more funny names when we get back. Your partner-in-law will be right back with your calls at 888-973-5476. One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high cost of an extended health care situation. A lot of people assume they have enough money saved only to watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Don't make this mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you won't become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn all about the new long-term care plans offered by 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay your estate back if you never use them. Learn more by attending one of the upcoming classes taught by Brian Ott, who's the host of Long-Term Care Radio right here on Cairo. There are classes coming Coming up in July, Saturday the 20th and Monday the 22nd. Seating's limited, so sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. Classes are free. You'll get a copy of Brian's book, too. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregory, host of your partner-in-law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregorick & Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. Hey, welcome back. We're talking trust today. We've got our new upcoming class, July 18th, Talking Trust. 
Get to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Get your tickets. Come say hi out there. This is meant for people that have or plan to have an estate of two or more million dollars. Uh, whether you're single or married, you both need to do that. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with this. And we're, you know, one of the fun things, Scott, we're going to um, talk to, to folks about the significance of the Crummy Trust in honor of Mr. Crummy, who fought the IRS and won, gave us estate planners some amazing tools all the way dating back into, I think, the 1960s. So it's been a while, so it's been kind of fun. And we're going to also talk about Mr. Clayton in some of these things. You know, folks, these are famous people in the estate planning world, and they should have their pictures on coins because they really help set the course for an awful lot of planning that we do today, and they were willing to go... And, you know, have a little battle with the IRS to figure out some of these really cool things. And um, Mr. Mr. Clayton did this back in 99 and uh, Mr. Crummy way back in the 1960s. So their names live on in infamy within tax law. Um, But pretty powerful stuff. And for Mr. Crummy, one of the things there was, was trying to convince the court on when did a gift become a present value gift versus a future value gift. Now, that sounds pretty, what the heck are you talking about? Well, a gift, as we know, is something you give to someone else. So if I'm sitting here talking to Scott and I say, hey, Scott, I'd like to give you my pen, and I hand it to him, I give it to him, and it's his, and he walks away with it. It's now his pen. It's mine. He can do what he wants with that pen. He can do what we lawyers say, exercise dominion and control over it. Mm -hmm. It's his. Now, compare and contrast that to what I say, hey, Scott, I got this pen for you here. And someday, like maybe when I die, this, this will pen be yours. can be yours. But until, the, but until then, I'm going to kind of hang on to it, you know, like safekeeping. So I'm going to hang on to this gift until I die. But it's yours when I die, Scott. See, that's the promise to make a gift in the future. Versus the first situation where I said, here's the pen, I handed it to him, he takes it away, he exercises dominion control, he can use the pen, sell it, get rid of it, whatever. It's his. Very different than a promise to give him the pen upon the future, my future death. And the, the distinction for that that's important in our context of estate planning and estate taxes here is if I'm trying to take this pen out of my estate during my lifetime because the government's going to tax me on that pen if I own it when I die. So if I want to get rid of it before I die, I've got to get rid of it. I can't say, here, Scott, I'll give it to you in the future, but I'll hang on to it until then. Now, guess what? Because of Mr. Crummy, we now have various types of trusts that can employ Crummy powers, isn't that sound inspiring, folks, that your attorney's going to write you a trust with crummy provisions in them? And uh, so that's always kind of a fun conversation to have with folks that you're going to get a crummy trust. And Mr. Crummy set up a scheme with the IRS, if you will, whereby you can leave assets, you can gift them to various types of trust give certain types of notices and acknowledgments, and then that magically that asset will leave your estate for estate tax purposes, be held in a trust for your child or grandchild or other beneficiary that you've chosen, but they may or may not have access to that or only limited access until you've decided they have the, you know, they're ready to handle that asset depending on what your planning objectives are during your life. And these types of trust, oftentimes when properly drafted, and I want to underscore all of these, these are technical trusts. Yeah, these are not your... These are not your revocable yeah. living trust. This these are is, not. This is, has the warning that goes across the bottom of your um, TV screen. It's going across the bottom of your radio yeah, do screen. Do not attempt to perform this on your own. Yes, closed track, professional drivers, mm-hmm. you know the whole rule. It, because if you make one little trip up in these trusts, they're disastrous, and uh, you don't want to make uh, make mistakes. These are the these are the most beneficial trusts for protecting assets. Um, most of the time, for your beneficiaries, there are ways. There are trusts, both domestic and international, for folks that have. Uh, the need to um, protect your own money, and there's a variety of ways we um, do that as well. Um, very often times we will incorporate various types of irrevocable trust 
with business entities to protect personal assets. So, my goodness, the clock goes so darn fast, Scott, here. It does. Um, we were going to talk a little bit about the GRAT before break, G-R-A-T. Uh, most of you probably never heard of it, but it's called a grantor. That would be you folks as the trust maker. A grantor retained annuity trust. What is that all about? Well, I can't tell you all about it on the radio. It's just too much. But when you come out to Talking Trust, July 18th, we're going to talk about that one. It's for you folks that make too much money and have too big of an income tax and you'd like to reduce your income tax bill. Maybe you might be interested in this trust. So uh, right after break, uh, we'll be talking about the Cupert a little bit. We'll be right back. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated. You've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. This is Michael Medved. Financial experts will tell you that you should have a plan in place for the high cost of long-term care. If your plan consists of using your savings to pay for any long-term care needs in the future, then take a moment to contact 525 Advisors. 525 advisors are the local long-term care experts. They will show you how to set up an asset-based plan using a portion of your existing savings. Now, this way you maintain control of your money and you're guaranteed to get your money back even if you don't need long-term care. For every dollar you put in today, 525 advisors will show you how to get 3 to $4 back in tax-free long-term care protection. Call 525 advisors today to learn how you can put a portion of your savings to work and protect your family and the rest of your assets from the high costs of long-term care. Call today at 425-748-8188. That's 425-748-8188 at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a partner-in-law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner-in-Law with Rick Gregorick. On Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Wake up, Seattle! Your partner in law. We're alive and well. Anyhow, we're talking trust today, and uh, in honor of a new class or in preparation for a new class we're putting on here, July 18th. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Check it out. Talking trust. We're going to be talking revocable and irrevocable trust, and we're going to spend a lot of time on certain types of irrevocable trust, the 10 most popular trust used, and they're the 10 most popular used right around here, so they're kind of tailored to the Pacific Northwest on a lot of things that we do. I mentioned before uh, the last break, the GRAT, the Grantor Retained Annuity Trust for folks looking for asset protection and income tax reduction. What a great tool. We're going to be talking about that one. And how about the QPERT? 
That sounds like something out of one of our animes or cartoons or something, you know. But QPERT is a qualified personal residence trust, not to be confused with a personal residence trust. So, folks, the qualified ones is a really cool deal for people wanting to pass their home along to their children. But, you know, a lot of capital gains taxes and issues and things of that nature. So this addresses that. Now, and this is, you know, for the Seattle market, this might be one to pay real close attention to. Sure, because if you have a taxable estate, which is you know, In Washington, we, not very high, just you, above $2 million. Right. And so we can take some – some of these trusts are designed to take the growth of those assets out of your estate as well. And so lots of different things. Now, you know, I can't tell you all the ins and outs of these trusts over the radio. It's impossible, right? But when you come on out to our class, we're going to give you a little bit more information. And then when you come on in for your consultation, you know, we'll start putting that all together and we'll start applying – these uh, various types of trust and the techniques and the options and opportunities each of these trusts have for you and then start building them together. I mean, some of our most popular trusts are gift trusts for our children and grandchildren, and they're exactly what they sound like, a trust that you gift money to. And in that gifting, we may, you know, meet Mr. Crummy again. We'll have to see how that works out. Um, You know, and then some trusts are almost, I call them trust of necessity, And, of course, those are going to be the um, special needs trust. Now, special needs trust can be for minor children or, you know, adults who have become disabled or incapacitated over their lifetime. And these are are trusts that obviously need to have the really special hand and a guiding hand preparing them. We're already talking about a vulnerable person as a disabled person being the beneficiary of this trust. So special needs trusts need to be really well done. I mean, think of the subject matter of the trust, and this isn't something you want to go, oh, yeah, I'll just whip that out. Give it a lot of thought and care. Um, All the special needs trusts are irrevocable trusts. They do provide protection of assets for the disabled person. And we want to then look at the type of trustee and how are these trusts going to be funded. And that always brings up an interesting thing. In special needs planning, the individual's money can oftentimes be put into a trust to help qualify them for other governmental services to which they might not otherwise um, have without having to spend all this money down to be broke. The, you know, folks, many people with special needs do end, um, end up on needs-based government assistance like Medicaid. And many folks figure, well, if these, you know, if you're on Medicaid and you inherit anything, you lose your benefits. Well, that's true. If you outright inherit it, you'd have to spend it back down. But folks, if you leave it thoughtfully in a special needs trust to these beneficiaries, you know, I could say outright, but if they're disabled, put it in a trust. And these special needs trusts can then arise at that time. So they can be done either during your lifetime, you could set up a special needs trust and fund it, or one could be funded out of your will or living trust. And, you know, I've had so many folks come in and be surprised that they could leave money to their child or grandchild that was on government assistance. They were just under the misbelief they couldn't leave them anything because it would just be taken. And so by coming in, there's a great sense of relief knowing that you can provide that care and that continued care for that person. So we have both first-party trust, which is using the person's own money to put into trust, and then, of course, there are third-party trust where other people are putting money into the special needs trust. So families can come, get, come together. Grandma and grandpa could start it. Mom and dad could put it in. Other siblings, other family members could all contribute to the special needs trust if necessary. Um, so really helping change lives of those that are clearly the most vulnerable um, out there. So we really uh, like to take a look at those. And then charitable trust. We're going to talk a lot about different types of charitable trust because they provide tax deductions for charitable tax planning as well as income streams, asset protection, all kinds of fun stuff we can do with the various charities. And then how can you establish maybe your own charity? Maybe you're not rich like Bill Gates. Most of us aren't. Most of us aren't going to form the Gates Foundation. Few of you out there are. Um, But for many others that don't have enough to have your own private, you know, public foundation, there are ways you can join them and have all the same benefits. So we'll talk to folks about that uh, type of thing because it really is um, a very fun 
um, type of planning. And Scott, I know that you've been uh, really interested in how these retirement plans are unfolding. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of different things we can do there. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there is a lot of different things that you can do there. And you know, putting together the uh, retirement plan trust. Uh, you know, there was a lot of changes in the law, which allows for creditors to reach non-spousal inherited IRAs, and there are uh, trusts that can be put together um, that can protect you know, the inheritance that goes to your kids that's in your retirement accounts. And, you know, understand why these are so important is because in in today's economy, our wealth is in, you know, sub- substantially in two different assets, the equity in your home and the value of your retirement accounts. And, you know, oftentimes we have clients that come in and they have, you know, 80% of their wealth is actually in their retirement accounts. Well, we have had them come in, you know, and we're talking, you know, folks, not, you know, not a a million or two in their retirement account. We're talking tens of millions sometimes. So it's, it's the whole spectrum of money out there. And I think, but it's, but it's also relative. I mean, I have clients that come in and they have, you know, a million dollars in net worth and they have maybe a hundred thousand dollars in equity in their home. And then they have $900,000 in their retirement accounts. And, you know, if, if they pass away, boom, no planning in place, and they have beneficiary designations on there, and those beneficiary designations are to their kids. And they lose some tax advantages in, cap, you know, in the state taxes. Hey, Correct. folks, we're going to take a real quick break, and when we're back, we're going to wrap her up and uh, tell you a few more insights on these retirement plan trusts. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregory, host of your partner-in-law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregorick & Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high cost of an extended health care situation. A lot of people assume they have enough money saved only to watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Don't make this mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you won't become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn all about the new long-term care plans offered by 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay your estate back if you never use them. Learn more by attending one of the upcoming classes taught by Brian Ott, who's the host of Long-Term Care Radio right here on Cairo. There are classes coming Coming up in July, Saturday the 20th and Monday the 22nd. Seating's limited, so sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. Classes are free. You'll get a copy of Brian's book, too. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment 
complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregory, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. All righty. Oh, my goodness, Scott. The hours. Almost over. It goes so fast, yeah, and we've got we got we got a couple more trusts coming. Well, you know here. what? We're not going to get them all. They're going to have to come out to Talking Trust or tune in next week as well because uh, whatever. But Talking Trust coming up July 18th. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Get your tickets. They sell out, and everybody calls in the last couple days, and you're all sitting there. Hey, can you get me one more ticket or one more ticket? And eventually, we got to say no. Fire marshal says only so many seats in these rooms, but uh, do come out and. Um, Visit us if you can. I think you're going to learn an awful lot. We're going to talk about the living trust. We're going to talk about insurance trust, retirement trust, income trust, trust for passing on your, your homes and real estate. We're going to talk about special needs trust. We're going to talk about you know the gift trust. Oh, my goodness, Scott. I mean, these are used in so many estate plans, and many of you have never even heard them until you sit down and talk with us. And when we talk to you about how these gift trusts can be designed and worked. Well, you I, really I, you know, we, we were talking during the break. We're, we're, before the break, we were talking a little bit about RPTs, Retirement Plan Trust, and the asset protection that you can get with a Retirement Plan Trust. That's that's probably the one that everybody needs to know about and everybody needs to think about putting in place. The other, the other trust we were talking about, which we were talking about during the break, which is one of my favorite little trusts, is the gift trust. And, you know, Let's talk about everyone, not necessarily the high net worth individual, the high income individual, but the, the, the all of us that are saving for college for our kids, okay? We're putting money into a 529 account. Smart thing to do, gives you some tax advantages, grows tax-free, uh, but there are limits on what it can be used to pay for once your children get to the age where they're going to go to school. Uh, tuition, books, labs, you know, but it doesn't cover – everything that a kid is going to have when they go off to school. Oh, sure. I mean, well, you know, and, and if they're going to school away, which many do, of course, any mm-hmm. travel to and from home isn't going to be covered. Of course, the apartment or the dorms are not going to be covered. Their extracurricular activities are not going to be covered. Their international travel won't be covered. Can I go on and on and on yeah. and on of the costs that are involved in higher education today? Yeah, and, and, and even in, you know, maybe your kid's not necessarily going to go to higher education. Maybe they're going to go to vocational school. You know, those are the types of things that you can use the 529s for. But again, there are limits on everything that you can pay for out of it. So the gift trust, okay? And what the gift trust is is another form of an asset-protected trust. And um, the way that we like to set them up, uh, like I said, particularly for, you know, modest means individuals, modest means families, is you can gift – up to the federal gift limit report, which is basically about 15000 15, right now. And so, uh, you know, if you give up to 15000 to a gift trust, there's no tax reporting. It does not get reported and it does not count towards your lifetime gift limit. And so it goes into a small trust. Maybe it's 1000 this year. Maybe it's 2000 next year. Maybe it's 500 the next year. But over, you know, 18, you know, 16 to 18 years, you build up a asset protected, irrevocable, this is an irrevocable gift trust because you're, that's no longer your money. You're putting it in trust for your child. And over time it builds up. I mean, you can invest it, right? It's not just a bank account. It can go into mutual funds or whatever that you are interested in in investing, even stocks and bonds, but it's, it's a gift trust. And that gift trust can be used for those expenses that are not covered by the 529. Yeah, they, these are really great. And what's interesting is these trusts, we prefer to counsel clients to do these trusts for for lifetime. Many people do trusts that end us for a certain period of time or they terminate when a child is a certain age. And that's always, you know, kind of concerned me and on one point amused me, at the other point angered me. But if you've gone through the trouble of setting up a trust and it provides asset protection and maybe some other tax savings and has other benefits, 
and you simply say, well, now that my kid's 35, I can get rid of all that. He doesn't need all that protection anymore. He probably needs it more now than than earlier. And yet, you know, when I got into estate planning 25 years ago, so many people had set up trust for their kids. They said, well, because I don't want them to blow their inheritance. So, you know, they only get a little bit now and then a little bit later and a little bit later. But the money was held in an asset protected trust that they ended up terminating. And I'm going, you just gave up like a huge benefit. Yeah. And you you actually took something away from the beneficiary that you'd given them. You'd given them an asset protected trust where no one else could come in and invade that trust. And you and, took that protection and, away. And this, this goes back to the something that we talked about very, very early in today's conversation where basically you ask people, do you want to receive it outright or do you want to receive it in a trust? And almost everybody, their first response is going to be, I want to receive it outright because it's mine. And then class starts. But, <laughs> but, but, it's, but receiving it in a trust, it's still yours. Yep. But receiving it in a trust does provide asset protection. And like you say, I mean, there is a lifetime of unpredictability as to why it is that, that your children may need asset protection. They may get in financial trouble. They may get in substance abuse. They may get in an accident. Wreck. Just a simple yeah, car accident. wreck. That's, that's, that's what I just said, yeah. yeah. And I mean, there's, there's, there's all of these life potential events that could result in the need for asset protection. And the problem is, is if it's not in asset protection – and one of these lifetime events comes along, there isn't a solution necessarily to get it back into an asset protected Pretty position. Pretty tough at that yeah. time. So, 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 so the asset protection really should be done in the quiet times when things are good so that in the future, if things are not so good, the asset protection is in place. Folks, I'm going to put this as simply as I can. The, the proper trust can insulate assets from creditors. And this is it's, the basics why this happens is the trust owns the asset, not the debtor. In other words, if it's a trust that's for my benefit and I get sued by a car wreck and I have lots of money and it's going to bankrupt my estate, they, my whole estate could get bankrupt. But what money I have that was left to me in that trust, I get to keep that. So that's what we're talking about in asset protection. So, and, and are we going to be talking about this soon? We are. In fact, yeah, we better get that in July 18th, our new class, Talking Trust. It's a brand new one. We'll be talking about the 10 most popular types of revocable and irrevocable types of trust. It's going to be in Issaquah. Register at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register today. Do not delay. Tickets will sell out. About 10 bucks a piece. little discount for couples. So uh, it's a, a, a very, very small price to pay for a tremendous amount of education and And dare I say, I think you'll have some fun. We always do, and we enjoy talking with you. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. We'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick. Event info, newsletters, and Your Partner in Law podcast can all be found at yourpartnerinlaw.com. To schedule an appointment with Rick Gregorick, call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free Partner in Law event, visit yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tune in next Sunday morning at 9 to Your Partner in Law with your host, Rick Gregorick. Simulcast on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH.